Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Cliff Ravenscraft Show, a podcast devoted to helping you take your message, your business, and your life to the next level. This, my friends, is episode number 473, and I am your host, Cliff Ravenscraft, the podcast answer man. Hey, this week's episode, another short one, and it's because I, once again, have a little bit of a deadline, a, a, a hard stop, if you will, of when I need to end this episode, but not before I at least share with you what I'm working on this week. Of course, I'm just now wrapping up my 27th session of podcasting A to Z. It's been a delight to work with some amazing students yet again in this session. Uh, Seeing everybody get their podcasts launched has just been amazing. Only a few people have not yet launched their shows, and um, I think most of those folks have uh, plans to actually launch as late as December of this year, and of course, that's their decision, and they had even anticipated that when they started the course. So, Things are going extremely well there. I am now over 600 students who have gone through this course. And yet today, I still maintain a 100% satisfaction rating, which I have a lot of friends who are in the online marketing space, a lot of friends who have online courses, and I don't know any of them who have had 600 students and had a 100% satisfaction rating, which is pretty awesome, and I'm so delighted by that. And of course, it comes to the fact that number one, the price is pretty significant, and as a result of having such a significant price for for the course and that direct access to me, I, I, I'm just overwhelmed with the responsibility at times of over-delivering to those students. And so once they get in there, um, I I give them way more than what they could have ever expected, and they're usually satisfied by the end of the first week, and uh, things are good from that point forward. But yeah, I'm I'm excited about that. And my next session, by the way, session number twenty eight of podcasting A to Z will launch on Monday, January second. So if you want to get a podcast launched in the new year. I would love to be your personal coach. You can sign up over at podcastinga2z.com. Anyway, I haven't actually done a whole lot in my business as it relates to anything other than staying on top of my email inbox, which for me, I, I, I hear a lot of people say, oh my gosh, why do people spend so much time in their email inbox? Well, my email inbox is is a place of primary communication with existing customers and potential customers. So I'm very happy to spend a significant amount of time via email with people saying, hey, Cliff, I've just recently found you. I have a really quick question, if you don't mind, and I'm seriously considering signing up for your podcasting A to Z course. And of course, <laughs> I I love those kind of emails. And I, I yeah, and it, it starts off a process of, of following up with them for future potential participation in an A to Z course or if they might be interested in a digital product or two and and things like that. So, you know, staying on top of those emails is quite important to me. And not to mention staying on top of the questions that have come in from my A to Z students and also you know, maintaining some other significant things in the business like accounting and all that other fun stuff. But um, one thing that I have been talking about a lot in this podcast is my mailing list strategy. Now, I know that two weeks ago, I had my friend Mark Mason on. 
he came in and we had a conversation together about why I made the decision to leave AWeber and instead move over to ConvertKit for my email list provider. Now, if you want to go back and check that out, that was episode, I believe, 471 at podcastanswerman.com slash 471. Or if you're listening to this in a podcast app, just go back into the feed, two episodes, episode 471. And then last week, I shared with you what my how the email strategy was coming together, how I decided that I was going to segment my list and and how people would actually move through the process of coming in via maybe a lead magnet or an opt-in form or some other method and then how they would actually go through a sorting sequence so that I could find out where they stand as it relates to having a podcast eventually down the down the road of where do they stand as it relates to having an online business or not having one at all and then of course how people get into my weekly newsletter which is going to be my podcast development uh, focused newsletter and so I talked about all of that last week, and the only additional progress that I made since last week's episode is that now I have a list of what I believe will be the topics covered in the first several months worth of content on that newsletter. I haven't yet started to write any things th- these things down yet. I I thought I might actually make this list and even begin, you know, writing out some of the the emails last weekend, but the weekend came and I'm like, man, you know what? I could just use a weekend off. And so I I took the weekend off and I chose not to work last weekend. And judging by this week, I probably will not do anything work-related this Saturday or Sunday either. So I would imagine that Monday of next week, I won't have A to Z happening. And so I will be able to jump headfirst on Monday morning into developing these first few emails to the to the list. Now, a couple things that I, I have here that I'm excited about in, in and just a breakthrough that I had with my mastermind group this week. I was in the hot seat and I told them I was I was like, hey, I, I would love some potential topics and and some ideas from you guys. You're all podcasters. What are some of the biggest things you wish you would have from me as far as content? You know what? What are some of the what's some of the content that would be most valuable to you guys? And so I got some great ideas there. But um, one of the things that came out of that conversation was the just the confirmation of using unlisted YouTube videos. And the idea behind that is that I I'm pretty well known for my digital tutorials, my online tutorials, the screencasts and other video product products that I have. And as a result of that, it, it it's something that allows me to maybe create content that's a little bit longer form than, you know, let's say a 900-word email, which I'm not all that crazy about writing personally. I, If I'm going to write something, it's usually short and sweet to the point. Um, or if it's something longer form, it typically takes me what seems to be days to, it doesn't take that long, but, and I, I'm a great, I, I'm a great writer, but I'm a slow writer. And so I don't like to write personally, but I can create some pretty cool video tutorials. Ones where I create an outline of, for myself. I might even create a keynote presentation or or just plan out what I want to show you in a screencast where I'm actually showing you live what's happening on my screen, how to do something. These kind of little videos. And I'm thinking, you know, usually a five to 10 minute video max is what I'm thinking. And... 
and and the idea was that I could create these these email updates, and not every email has to not every email on my newsletter is going to be a video. Some of them will be just text based, you know, information and valuable information at that. But so I, I can see where a majority of this stuff would be little video tutorials, little one-off video tutorials with some of the greatest insights uh, related to podcasting. No matter if you're just thinking about creating a podcast, these things are good to be thinking about. Uh, if you have just recently started podcasting within the last couple of months, boy, is this going to help you. And even if, for those of you who have been podcasting as long as I have, I can tell you right now, there are some of the tips that um, I've 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 been podcasting for some time. I've had over 30 different shows. I've done over 3,600 podcast episodes and several of the topics that I've written down that I'm going to be sharing on my newsletter, I am only just now starting to implement myself. In fact, one of them I just finished doing right before I hit the record button on this week's episode. It's like, okay, if I'm going to email them about this, I probably should use my own uh, podcast feed as an example, and I might as well go ahead and do the things that I'm going to tell them to do so that I can actually show them how how effective it is when it when it happens. And I know that all sounded pretty cryptic, but uh, I promise you it will make sense in just a few moments. Anyway, so... Yeah, where was I at? Okay, so one of the one of the cool things that came out of the conversation, I was thinking, it's like I, I I love that guy. Somebody suggested in my group, Cliff, you should do some unlisted YouTube videos, and I think that would be a great way for you to communicate to your audience. It's something that you already do really well. And I said, yeah, I've been thinking about that. I said, but the thing is, is I was thinking I I wouldn't make them unlisted. I'd just make them listed. That way. Um, I could actually create it on YouTube and it would be searchable there and, and of course bring in some new content that way or new subscribers that way. And I was thinking I could embed them as blog posts so I'm actually creating content on the website and everything else. And they they came back with some feedback and the feedback was, well, Cliff, if you make it all available on your website and people could subscribe to your YouTube channel and you're going to be publishing this stuff there, why... Why don't instead of waiting for an email every single week, why don't they just go subscribe to your channel and not be bothered by an email inbox? You know, an email an email each week coming into the inbox. They can go and 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 find this content on your site or can find it on your YouTube channel. They'll just get it that way. And so I, I'm like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. And there's something to be said that hey, there's there's the there's actually the value there's actually some value in being on my mailing list and receiving this weekly email from me because this is exclusive content only available to those who are on the mailing list. You're not going to get these tips, you're not going to get these insights any other way. I mean, except for maybe some podcasting A to Z students if, you know, there's a lot of questions that they come up with and I can see myself taking some of these unlisted YouTube videos and sharing them with them. In fact, there's there's already a ton of unlisted YouTube videos that I uh, have created for podcasting A to Z students over the past several years where it's the most frequently, most common asked questions and I create these one-off YouTube videos and they're meant just for my students. And so when those questions come up again, I can just paste this video with a little bit of a introductory text that's you know, answers their personalized connection to the content. And then I say, now, uh, just so you know, I created a, the following video. It's about 12 minutes long, and it will fully explain how you can do what I've just talked about. And if, and then they watch it. And so I've been using unlisted YouTube videos for quite some time, and I, 
I'm really loving this whole thing here. So I don't, I'm not going to make these, the, these weekly updates via my newsletter available public anywhere. They're only going to be available to those on my mailing list. And I, and I, that's the biggest takeaway that I got this week from my mastermind group call. And I'm really happy with that decision. In fact, they were given an example of my friend, Chris Brogan, who does an email uh, newsletter and he doesn't publish his email newsletter anywhere other than in his email newsletter. And so if you don't sign up for his email newsletter, you don't get that content from him. And it, it's exclusive to that community of people who have said, Chris, I want to be on your list. So I like that and just wanted to share that with you. Maybe first, I, well, not maybe, I know as a result of sharing this information, so many of you have been talking about and saying, Cliff, this is so timely for me. Uh, this is the kind of stuff I've been thinking about and I'm, I'm finally getting ready to take action. And so I, I, I wanted to share that with you is the idea of, of not, well, maybe even the idea of the unlisted YouTube videos. You can take that and run with it as, as, you, as you feel necessary for you and also take and run with the idea of making this, uh, you know, exclusive content to only those who are on your mailing list, not making this available on your blog or publicly on your YouTube channel, just make them unlisted videos. So anyway, shared that with you now. Now what I want to do is I want to actually share with you the list of topics that I believe I'll be sharing in my newsletter. And one of the reasons I want to share this with you is that I want to entice you, if you're not on my mailing list right now, head over to podcastanswerman.com and find an opt-in form on my website. There's one in my sidebar, and because of the ConvertKit plugin, there is now an opt-in form on every single blog post, show notes episode. Every page on my site has an opt-in form practically, so... Unless I've intentionally gone in and turned it off on a specific page, which there's only, I think, one or two pages that I did that. But anyway, all of my posts on my site have an opt-in form. So go to podcastanswerman.com slash list, or you can go to podcastanswerman in the sidebar. Put your name and email address in there. And when I start churning out these these emails on the this email newsletter, which is going to start within, I would say, within the next 10 days. So it may be it may be sooner than that, but certainly within the next 10 days. And it, and by the way, it does not. And this is what I love about the email and the, the email newsletter and this autoresponder sequence slash what we call sequences inside of ConvertKit. But what I love about this is for those of you who are already on my list right now and I make the let's just say we're just say the next 13 weeks worth of emails. Well, if you sign up today, you're going to get email number one through 13 over the next 13 weeks. And you're going to get them in the order of importance that I want to share them, at least, you know, to get things kicked off. And so these topics that I'm about ready to share, you're going to get these. Now, I can't guarantee you the order is going to stay the same, but certainly the topics I'm about ready to share with you are going to be among the first several emails that I do that I do send out. So... Um, but anyway, the exciting thing is there are some of you who are listening to my voice right now, and it is, let's see, what is this, 2016. Right now, you're listening to my voice, and it's 2018. Let's just say there's somebody listening to my voice right now, and it's currently April 2018. Now, I'm recording this on October 27th, 2016. But for you, somebody right now listening to my voice, it is October, or what did I say? 
I don't, I forget what I said. April 2018, I think. Anyway, it's, so if it's April 2018. If you go in and sign up for my mailing list today, you will actually start off with these same emails. And it will take you a while till you get to down the road. Because the idea is that these emails will be evergreen content. Um, of course, I will be making sure that any content that goes stale or out of date, I will go back and, and either update and refresh it with new valuable information related to that topic. Or if it's completely out of date, it, maybe I talk about a product or a service that no longer is available because they didn't have a good business model. Uh, I, I, that's why I don't push a lot of free services. Um, but anyway, then if a, if a service goes away, then then I'll go in and I will take it out of the autoresponder sequence and that email will no longer go out to anyone. Anyway, here's the topics. So this is, this is why you wanna actually be signed up for my email newsletter. But, and before I actually go to the topics, just wanna say this, it's October 27th, 2016. And if you've been on my email list for, well, any at any point up until now, and even at any point up until, let's just say, the end of the first week in November, if you haven't got an email from me in a while, you're, you're absolutely right. I haven't sent an email in a while, and I haven't, sent, I haven't sent any emails to anybody who's even opted into my form or to my list over the last couple of days um, since I've switched over to ConvertKit. And as of right now, if you go in and you sign up for my mailing list and give me your name and email address, you will be taken to a thank you page, but you will not get a confirmation email from me yet, uh, and you won't get a first email from me yet. That, that's because I haven't set those things up yet. That's going to be set up the first part of next week, along with me writing out the first few uh, emails that I'm about ready to share with you. And again, when I say write out the emails, the writing out the email could be an email and also, which is a couple sentences leading up to the description and the summary of the video that I'm getting ready to share with you. So here are some topics that I have written out. The first one that I think I will, and I do believe this will be the very first email that you will get to, from me. And it's going to be, and again, I, I don't know the titles will, if the titles will change, but the what I have written down here on my list is how to show up in more iTunes search results. So if you would like to actually have your podcast pull up in, you know, in more search results, like people out there searching for podcasts to listen to in iTunes, they're looking for content either in the podcasts app or if they're looking in the iTunes directory or any of the apps that are connected to the iTunes directory, how do you show up in more search results? That's a pretty important thing because the content that you're creating uh, when somebody's searching for, let's just say, how to create a podcast, I hope that if they type in how to podcast in the podcast in iTunes, I hope my podcast will show up. <laughs> and you can try it out. Go and search for how to podcast and see if, if, if the Cliff Ravenscraft show pulls up. Hopefully it will. And it, it should. And if it does, this tutorial, this, this first email, I'm going to show you how to get creative with the use of some keywords that you want to show up for. So for me, I want to show up under how to podcast. I want to show up for the the term podcasting. I want to show up for online courses. I want to show up for online business. I want to show up for social media marketing. I, those are the kinds of t terms that I want to, to show up for. And so when somebody's typing in 
those keywords, I want my show to show up every single time in those search results. And I can show you how to have that happen more frequently than than normal. And uh, this first email or which is basically this first email in the newsletter, which will be a video tutorial showing and demonstrating how you can make these changes uh, it, it, it's going to be one of the highest valued resources, whether you're just thinking about launching a podcast, whether you've just created a podcast and you need to go in and change this, or if you've been podcasting for many years, and it's like, oh my gosh, I had no idea. Well, that makes total sense. I'm going to go in and make that tweak right now. And within, within the next seven to 10 days, you should instantly start showing up in many more search results. And so that's going to be the first email in my newsletter. Now, the, another topic that I have here is show notes. The top blank, and fill in the blank, is going to be the number. So it, let's just say it's the top 10 things to include in your podcast episode show notes. I don't know what those exact things are right now off the top of my head. I actually have, an, I have a pre-written uh, response to anybody who is a student in podcasting A to Z who asks about show notes. It's about... I think I spent a couple hours one afternoon and saved it as a text expander thing so that anytime anybody in my class asks me about show notes, I hit A to Z show notes and it spits out all those, let's just say seven or eight paragraphs and it's got all this information in there. So what I will do is I'm going to create an email that talks about the top things, best practices for your show notes. So that's going to be, I don't know if that'll be the second email or not, but uh, that's definitely going to be among the first emails. Here's the here's the third idea. The most common mistakes to avoid with your podcast artwork. And so I'll, I'll probably do something to give some examples of that. Although I'm going to try to have I'm going to have to figure out how do I how do I actually show examples of mistakes unless I can maybe find some of my old artwork and even share some of my own mistakes where I made those mistakes. But anyway, Uh, Basically, best practices for podcast artwork. That's something everybody can benefit from. Um, I actually have an old post somewhere about, it's got 22 tips for taking your podcast interviews to the next level. And so I can see myself updating that and revising that for an email uh, in my newsletter. And then, of course, I can then also see coming up with, uh, so. let's just say, 15 tips for booking great guests on your podcast. That is a topic idea that I have written down here. Another one is tips for marketing your podcast via social media. It's surprising to me the number of existing podcasters who really don't have a good grasp on how to effectively use Twitter, LinkedIn, Google+, and Facebook, or even Snapchat for sharing their podcast content. They, they just don't have a good strategy. They spend all this time and, and literally spend hours creating podcast content, but they are not effectively marketing each and every podcast episode on social media. And by the way, I'm guilty of this myself from time to time. And so again, by, by teaching you guys the things that I know I should be doing and what I've seen other people do so successfully, I'm going to, number one, take my own game to the next level, but I'm certainly going to inspire you to do so as well. So tips for marketing your podcast episodes via social media. Another topic is how to come up with new topic ideas for your podcast. 
So I, I, can, I can think of all kinds of valuable resources. I even have lists that I've gotten from other people of just random topic ideas that anybody could pull off and, and just to get the wheels spinning, you know what I'm saying, to, to prime the pump of ideas for content for your show. Anyway, I am going to come up with an email uh, for the newsletter for that topic of how, you know, and basically how to have an endless supply of topics, ideas for your podcast episodes. I know a lot of you might be, you know, you've been podcasting for a couple of years and you're like, man, I'm starting to run out of ideas for talking on my show. All right. So here's, here's another topic, the pros and cons of rebranding your existing podcast. So of course I have lots of experience with this. I'll have some personal stories to share from, uh, some thoughts and trepidations about doing so, some of the the, the great things that I've noticed as a result of the rebrands that I've done and some of the drawbacks that I've seen and yeah, some, some great stuff there. So the pros and cons of rebranding a podcast, that'll be an email that I send out. Another one will be starting a new podcast with the end in mind, aka the concept of gateway content. Now, this will be an example of how I use the virtual assistant podcast, which only is 30, it's only 38 episodes I recorded all 38 episodes back in 2010, and I knew when I started that podcast that I was going to end that year, that po- that podcast that year, and those 38 episodes are still online today, and they still get hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of downloads today, and that is six years later, they're still getting hundreds and hundreds of new downloads every single month. And, and by the way, those hundreds of people listening to all 38 episodes, they go back to episode one and listen to all 38 episodes. And then by the end of 38 episodes, and because I knew I was going to end the show well in advance, I started to kind of seed the idea near the end of the show. The last three episodes were all about, hey, check out Podcast Answer Man. You know, if you if you've grown to enjoy hearing me share my thoughts and insights on business and other stuff, you got to check out podcastanswerman.com. Of course, it was pod, it was the Podcast Answer Man podcast back then. Today, it's the Cliff Ravenscraft show, as you guys know. But um, yeah, so uh, basically starting a podcast with the end in mind and, and why you might want to create a new pod, a, a, let's just say a new series of episodes relating to a specific topic in your niche with the idea of only creating 10 or 12 episodes, how to do that, why to do that, how to do it effectively. That'll be something that will be in my email newsletter only for those on my email newsletter list. All right, so let's see here. Another topic is the one thing I most wish I would have done when I first started my podcast. Now, again, that's how I wrote it out, but uh, I'll, I'll have to come up with some good copywriting on on how to better word that. But it's the one thing that I regret, if you will. The the one thing I most regret not doing when I first started podcasting. Whatever. And of course, it is going to be my mailing list. And I'll explain why and, and stuff like that in that email. Uh, let's see here. The most shocking thing a podcast listener has ever sent me in the mail. Now, some of you have heard this story before, but I will tell you that um, my my wife went out to check the mail one day, and she brought an envelope on uh, from the mailbox, and it was she. I could tell she had already opened the envelope, but whatever was in the envelope, she stuffed it back in there, 
And the look on her face was, I, I couldn't read it. It's like, it, it was just kind of like, the only thing I could think of is like, oh my gosh, um, <laughs> I, she she was she was in utter shock that anybody would ever send whatever was in this envelope that she had just seen. She was in utter awe and shock that anybody would ever send that to me in an envelope in an, in the mail. And 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 I'll just I'll just give you one more little teaser. I th- literally thought it was a picture of a girl naked or something like that. I mean, it's just like whoa, what, what's going on here? And she goes, no, you've got to see this. If you want to know what it is, the most shocking thing I've ever received in the mail from a podcast listener, well, just sign up for my mailing list because I'm going to share that. And, you know, judging of where the, where this is on the list, um, you're already maybe one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. So you're, you're probably going to get that in about 10 weeks from now. But again, these aren't definite order. These are not definitely the order that these are going to come out. But my guess is that within the within about ten weeks, you'll find out what was the most shocking thing a podcast listener has ever sent me in the mail. Anyway, how to get more audience engagement? This is something I know a ton of podcasters would love to get more feedback from their audience, some more comments on their blog posts or show notes some more voicemail feedback on their voicemail feedback hotline. How do you get that stuff happening? Um, I'm going to share a bunch of ideas in that particular week's newsletter. Uh, Then what should be included at the front of every podcast episode and what should not be included in the front of each episode of your podcast? That is going to be a topic. Another topic is how to receive voicemail feedback that you can play in your podcast. This will be just a couple different options for receiving voicemail feedback from your audience and maybe even a couple ideas of why it's good and and things to to make it actually happen more effectively, such as editing down that feedback and, and, and why it's actually better to have voicemail feedback rather than to have live call-ins and just trying to do the show live. All right, so another topic is a num- you know, X number of ways to generate income from your podcasting efforts. So it might be like seven ways or seven streams of income uh, to generate from your podcasting efforts or something like that. Another one would be, uh, let's see here, want to know, do you want to know how your podcast ranks in iTunes? Um, I could share with you a tool that will actually send you an email every single day and tell you what where your podcast ranks in your in the category that you happen to be in. All right, um, let's see here. How to gain more confidence behind the microphone, or what do what do I do if I don't like my voice, <laughs> or whatever the case may be. That's going to be a topic in my newsletter. Another one is going to be called finding your voice: a success story. Now that I actually did an entire episode talking about uh, Ijama Eleazu, and she has such an inspiring story. And I actually will probably just summarize that story in an email that week and then link people to that particular podcast episode because that is, and and that's the thing, doing this in the autoresponder series, there's a lot of people, a lot of you who are listening to my voice right now, you've just found me this year in 2016. I've been doing Podcast Answer Man since 2006. This 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 podcast is 10 years old this year. This podcast is 10 years old. So there is a ton of content back in my archives and some of the best of the best episodes I can 
can kind of maybe shed, shed some new and fresh light on and 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 get some folks to go back and listen to some of those older episodes, but only the the ones that are worthy of that kind of attention. All right, the next topic I have written down here, how to gain, uh, no, I actually told you about that one, a cool resource for picking a new domain name. So if you are thinking about creating a new venture, if you're actually, whether you're just getting ready to launch your first podcast or your next podcast, and you want to create a new domain for whatever it is that you're doing, maybe you're creating a product and you want to have have that product have its own domain, but finding a good .com is hard to do. Well, I can tell you about a source, a resource that will help you find the right domain name um, and, and to get it in a .com. None of this .tv, trust me, I, I'll even share in there why I do not like .tv and why I, I do thoroughly regret having a .tv uh, domain name over at gspn.tv. Uh, but anyway, th- this is going to be a great resource that I will be sharing exclusively for those on my email newsletter anyway great sources of music for your podcast i've actually got a i've got a podcast episode over at podcastanswerman.com slash music for that but that is you know there's some updates to that and some good stuff out there by the way just a real quick note uh one of my students just like went head over heels over premiumbeat.com i believe that's the name of it go check it out premiumbeat.com he was just like wow that selection is the best i've ever seen so there you go, premiumbeat.com. That's just one, but uh, I'll do an I'll do a newsletter uh, update with uh, many updated resources for music in your podcast. And then uh, let's see here. Who says you have to be stuck with the same format? Don't put yourself in a box. So you know, talking about the the idea of different things you could do in your show to kind of mix things up. If you do a podcast interview every single week why you might want to think about breaking it up and doing a couple solo shows, bringing a panel of, of experts and uh, do a couple co-hosted episodes. Do something different, you know, you know, make it fun for you and your audience. All right, and why you might actually want to stay consistent as well, but that's a whole nother story for another week probably. Anyway, uh, different methods for recording interviews and uh, let's see here. Yeah, so that, that was an idea that somebody in my group had. And let's see here, how does the rankings on iTunes work? So basically, how does iTunes determine who gets listed where in the ranking charts? And then software options for podcast editing is down the line. I could talk about that. Another one is, should I broadcast live while I'm recording my podcast? And if so, how do I do it? And I'll give you a little hint. I'll make an argument in a case as to why you might not want to do that and what you might want to do instead and how to do that. But uh, yeah, so that's, that's definitely going to be one way down the road at this point. Uh, how to effectively sell products and services in your podcast. I'll be talking about that at one point in the newsletter. Another one is how to prepare your podcast interview guests, including tools for scheduling podcast interviews so you don't have to go back and forth uh, via email to do that. I know many of you probably already figured that out, but still there's plenty out there. And it's not just going to be a post. That that update on the newsletter um, is not going to be just about scheduling tools. It's going to be other things you can do to prepare your guests and things of that nature. Uh, do I have to include an interview? Okay, this was a, actually this is a good topic. I, I don't, I don't. Have, 
whether or not this one makes it into the email newsletter, I don't know. I, I think it will because I've actually had this email or this question come up about about eight or nine times over the years. But it, it's one that you may not need now, but if you get this email, at least it'll help you in the future uh, when this eventually does happen to you. So basically, the, the way I've got it worded right now is, do I have to include an interview in my podcast if it sucked? <laughs> I'm sure I'll find a better way to, to, to word that, but you know what I'm talking about. I mean, have you ever have you ever done a podcast interview and then after you're finished, it's like, oh, I don't know that I really want to use that in the podcast. Do I? And I've had people come to me and say, Cliff, I feel obligated. I I took their time and they said yes and and this and that and well, we'll talk about that in that particular week's uh, newsletter. And then uh, should I use a release form with my guests? And if so, where can I get them? And uh, let's see here, including the voice of your audience in your podcast. And actually, I think that was our, that's a, I, I didn't know that I already had the other one on there. But anyway, that, those are things to come in my email newsletter. So now I know exactly what I need to do, but, you know, I'm getting ready. In 15 minutes from now, I need to be out of this house on my way to dinner with my family. So I need to wrap this up here really quick and get this scheduled so that it comes out to you guys on Friday morning at 5 a.m. Eastern time, just as I've promised you every week of this year. And um, yeah, so, and and then of course, tomorrow will be the final day of A to Z. And so I've got, a, I've got last minute student questions. I've got the final group coaching call tomorrow. And then I have to get that thing edited and published and, and all that stuff. And then I'll be finished for the day. And then I'll be exhausted tomorrow night. And I think I'm going to take Saturday and Sunday off just because. And uh, probably go and see a bunch of movies with my family. And I think Halloween's coming up soon. But I, I don't know if it's this weekend or not. Uh, maybe it is. I don't know. Anyway, but um, yeah. And then next week is when I will move forward. I will start working on... Uh, that first one, which is how to show up in more search results. And once I get that first email put into the sequence, so it's loaded up, there are a few other things that I need to do, such as my welcome message for those who sign up for my my newsletter. Again, for those of you who entered your name and email address in my, in my newsletter opt-in box, uh, you did get taken to a thank you page, but you didn't get an email in from the thing that says, hey, I just want to let you know you're on my mailing list. Thanks for signing up. Um, I, I haven't even written that first thank you email yet. So I do. there are a couple other preliminary things that I need to do. Another thing I want to do um, that, that hasn't been done yet, this will all get done Monday. I assume that it's all going to get done Monday. But um, uh, I need to actually update my... Uh, footer for the email template right now it's just got unsubscribe and the business name and email or e- and mailing address at the bottom which is required by law but um i and by the way i've got an example of this um convert kit i signed up for their email and i love this this is the text that they have at the bottom of their sequences so i'm going to use something pretty much exactly like this it'll say while i let's see here while i would be sad to see you go i know that your email email inbox is prime real estate. If at any time these emails no lo- are no longer serving you, you can unsub- unsubscribe from this series, which is a link. And it says you may also unsubscribe from our entire list. And then it's got the mailing address in there. So 
right now it's basically got unsubscribe, which is unsubscribing you from the entire list. But these are going to be weekly emails for podcast development. It's going to be my best tips, strategies, tip tools, and everything related to podcasting. And they're going to come out every single week. And most people who actually end up on my mailing list are probably going to end up getting into this weekly newsletter. And I want to make sure that people have the ability to stop getting the weekly emails but stay on my mailing list for future product updates and other opportunities and products and services or whatever other maybe emails that I have coming out in the future. I might actually have some offers for some personal development or um, professional or online business developments kind of thing. So all kinds of fun stuff. That's what I've been up to this week. Those are the topics that are getting ready to be coming out. And I'm very, I'm super excited super excited about the idea that these are going to be exclusive and only shared with those of you who are on my mailing list. So if you're not on the mailing list yet, head over to podcastanswerman.com, sign up for the mailing list today. (laughs) No matter what it is, even if it's April 2018, sign up today and you'll still get all of this content. And uh, I appreciate each and every one of you I look forward to helping you take your message, your business, and your life to the next level. And of course, again, a reminder for those of you who are looking to launch a podcast and you want to start a new podcast in the new year, sign up, become a student of Podcasting A to Z starts on Monday, January 2nd. And the good news is after I get these first few emails up and running um, and, and probably the first eight emails all put together... I'm going to then spend the rest of my time, the rest of uh, the rest of November, getting all of podcasting A to Z completely 100% moved into Kajabi. And then after I do that, then what will happen is all of my prior students who have gone through podcasting A to Z in the past, they'll be able to, I'm going to actually move them all into Kajabi as well this this podcasting A to Z online course, which will have all the tutorials all in one place rather than, you know, scattered, at, you know, in different locations with some of them have some of those uh, tutorials having different usernames and or, or different passwords and different links and, and all that stuff. So streamlining, taking things to the next level here in my own business and yeah, fun, exciting things. Thank you guys so much. I would love to be your coach in January, podcastinga2z.com. And again, head over to podcastanswerman.com and sign up for that mailing list. And until next time, my friends, I encourage you to take everything you do to the next level. Podcast Answer Man.